Basically, my question is for y'all, if it says you have to be connected to divine to be fruitful, what kind of fruit can y'all even produce if you're not connected to divine? If you're not connected to God, what fruit are you producing? Yeah. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And this is episode seven, but this is part two to the stress and worry episode that we did last episode. Yes, so go ahead and tune into that if you haven't tuned into that yes. already. Like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, leave a five-star rating if you're feeling generous, you feel, show some love. Yeah. But uh, we're doing part two today because the feedback was so good, such such a good conversation between me and Marlon, and we was like, let's go ahead and do a part two with this, John, yeah. and get right. But this time... We're going to be talking about the process with it. Yeah. So trusting in the process, trusting in God's promises with that comes with stress and worry. Because sometimes stress and worry comes from us not having complete faith that God's going to come through and what he promised us. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, about to tap into that, John. Let's you ready, it. my boy? Yes, sir. I right, we locked in. So first, I wanted to touch on basically more so the aspect of stress and worry from the lack of faith that we have in God. Mm-hmm. So... When it comes to what God promised you, because remember you said like God works in like the three P's yeah. from the video that you had seen about how he works in the promise, the process, and then the promotion. Yeah. So most of the times when God gives us a promise, the process comes after that, but it doesn't show what we're going to go through in that process. Mm-hmm. So how can we have that faith and keep our faith reassured within that process, even though we know that God said this, but sometimes it's hard to even focus on that when we have so much going on in our lives, so many trials, tribulations, or setbacks. When yeah. it feels like your process doesn't match what he promised. I think more so, it just comes with knowing who God is. So, mm-hmm. like in the Bible, of course, it says, God is not a man that he shall lie. So just knowing that what he said he was going to do, he's going to do it, but our timing and God's timing is two different things. That's and that's right. where your faith and your trust in God has to be 100% in him. Because mm-hmm. do you trust God to be sovereign? Meaning, do you trust him to be in control? Do you trust that he's going to give you what he already promised you at the right time? Because mm-hmm. when you're trying to tell God, like, God, I need this right now, that shows your lack of faith in him, your lack of trust in him. It's like, God, your timing is not right. My timing is right. So at that point, it's like, hold on. Like, let's let's backtrack. Let's nah, backtrack. Nah, facts. Yeah. Because with the Israelites, when they was leaving Egypt and everything, and God showed them the, the promise, when he showed yeah. them the land of milk and honey, he ain't showed them, like, he showed them land of milk and honey. They seen the promise, but they ain't eyes. They seen the promise. But he ain't showed them what they was going to have to get through to get, like, go through to get to the promise and yeah. everything. But that's where their doubt came in. They was like, yo, God, like, was, like what's happening? What's going on? Or when they had, like, the giants that was on the, uh, was it the giants? Yeah, 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 giants, yeah. The giants that was on the land and everything. How they got scared and discouraged when God already said the land is yours. Yeah. But them being human and everything, they doubted. What God already told him, what was already theirs. Yeah. He ain't say you had to go fight, go out there and fight and anything. He just, it's already yours. Yeah. But that lack of trusting God with the process or with His promise and everything is where us humans usually get conflicted at. And it's our job to be in relationship with God in the in an actual way to where we trust Him wholeheartedly, regardless of what the situation looks like, regardless of what the process is going on, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on in your life. Knowing that, all right, God, God said this is going to happen. So it's just my job to continue to trust him with that process and have faith that it's going to happen to come to pass. All I got to do is trust him and put the work in. I think a lot of, um, also, I think a lot of doubt and fear can come when we love the promise more than the process. <laughs> you off the earlier like that, right? That's what I think. I think a lot of doubt and fear can come when we love the promise more than the process. So it's like, if... So let's just say LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron James, his goal his whole life was to get to the NBA. Mm-hmm. That does not exclude him from the process. Facts. You have to love the process. So it's like, I think we love what God gives, but we don't want to go through what we have to go through to get that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's a part of the the major problem here because the doubt and the fear comes in because like you're trying to avoid trials. 
Mm. You're trying to avoid obstacles. You don't want to take the stairs. You're trying to take the elevator to yeah. the top. You're trying to get a microwave uh, blessing no instead elevator. of waiting in the oven. You know, yeah, take long. <laughs> you want a 30 second, press a little 30 second button and it just come out hot and ready. Yeah. Nah, it's facts. You want quality food. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Facts. You want quality blessing. It's going to have to be patient about it. Oh, tell them tell the story about the uh, the food that you seen on Instagram. Bro, I seen this on TikTok, right? This thing was crazy. So it's this couple at a restaurant. They out of town on vacation. It's this couple at a restaurant. They go in there. They get seated and everything, right? They order their food with the waiter. Waiter come over there. They order their food. The waiter goes back. They see other people walking in. They get seated down after them. They get seated down. Then they started looking around. All the people that came in after them started getting their food before them. Mm-hmm. So now they're looking right. Y'all, y'all know y'all know dang well. Facts. Y'all in the restaurant and somebody come in after you sit down. They get their food before you. You, you start bad. scratching. You can be like, yo. Hey, yo, yo, boss. <laughs> come, come over here. How they get their food before us? Yeah. So they looking like, yo. They bring them over there. They was like, yo. They got their food before us, but we got here before them. We yeah. ordered before them. Like, what's going on? The guy was like, just be patient with me. Yeah. I got you. I'm going to take care of y'all. Just mm-hmm. be patient. Yeah, they got their food before y'all, but I got y'all. The food that come out in a few. A few minutes later, the guy brings out food that they never that they didn't even order. He brought out their food that they ordered, but he brought out extra stuff on mm. top of the food that they didn't order. And now everybody that got their food before them was looking at their food on their table because they got extra stuff that no one else knew that was even on the menu and everything. Because the guy looked out for them because they had to wait. So sometimes your blessing... It's going to take a little longer because there's more to it than what you can actually see or what you even ask for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God going to add on a little extra to your obedience to wait for you being patient with the situation. Yeah. But I was like, bro, this thing was crazy. Nah, that's good because it's another thing because in the story, they was looking at everybody else. Yeah, they looking at not everybody. So looking at you looking at everybody else though causes you to start like, God, mm-hmm. what's happening to me? But what if you just knew your weight or the delay was because God was bringing you way more than you even thought? Like I told a story at Bible study about how I went to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. I had an appointment at three o'clock. Yeah, I put me at three o'clock. I come in like two fifty. Mm-hmm. It's a dude already still in the chair. I'm like, okay, that's fine. He got ten mm-hmm. minutes left. So once my barber finishes the dude in the chair, I'm thinking I'm ready to get up. Yeah. He's like, hold on, Marlon, wait one second. I got one more other, one more person before you. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, hold on, my appointment say three o'clock. So I went, I went tripping. I stayed in my seat. After he finished, dude, mind you, it's around like three thirty, three forty-five. My appointment mm-hmm. was at three o'clock. I get in the chair after the dude. Mind you, it was two people that I just waited for. Thank I get in the chair after the dude. Once he finished cutting my hair, my uncle walks in the barbershop and pays for my haircut. So sometimes sometimes the wait is because God is sending provision your way. Mm-hmm. It's some pieces he got to move ahead of you before you even get to that spot. So that's why that goes back to my first point of trusting God that he mm-hmm. is a working even when we don't see him. Or like they always say, can you trust him when you can't trace him and stuff like that? God's steps is not always visible. God working is not always visible to where you can see it. You're like, God, I see you doing this. A lot of times it's like, God, I don't see you doing it, yeah. but I trust you mm-hmm. knowing that you are doing something. And I feel like real trust comes from you actually being in relationship with God to yeah. know who he is, like you said beforehand. And I have a scripture just for that. Yeah, let's let's right. go ahead and tap into the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and tap into the Bible. John 15. John 15 and 4 says, Remain in me and I will and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Mm-hmm. And verse seven says, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Mm. Let me tell you something. That makes <laughs> face. I like that last part. Nah, facts. But it's like, if you're not connected to God, genuinely actually in relationship with him, your trust is not going to be there because you don't know who God is, like he said. Like you're not going to have complete faith in him because you don't know how he's going to act. So just like how me and Marlon in a relationship, using my analogy yeah. from the last episode, if y'all ain't watched that, go tune into that. Yeah, fact. <laughs> but using my analogy, since me growing up, we growing up with each other, been around each other our whole lives, mm-hmm. 
I, I have a relationship with you. I know how you move. I know how you act. I know how you respond. I know I can trust you because we've been through it together. Yes. We've been in a relationship so long. I know I can trust you with any and everything. So the same way I have faith in you to come through with certain situations is the same way I need to have faith in God to come through in certain situations, yeah. no matter how long the wait is. If you say you about to come pick me up from work in 30 minutes, yeah. I know I bet Mar ain't never failed me in exactly. to pick me up in 30 minutes. Yeah. So he's gonna come up, pick me up in 30 minutes. Same thing with God. If God promised you something, that means he's gonna come through whenever it's time for him to come through. Because mm-hmm. with Lazarus, when he told the people that he was coming to uh to save Lazarus yeah. and everything, they wanted him to come on daytime. Right there, yeah. But nah, he knew exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, I can't he still came right on time in his aspect, he came right on time. Yeah. Even though it didn't look like that in the moment. But look, my question is for y'all, if it says you have to be connected to divine to be fruitful. What kind of fruit can y'all even produce if you're not connected to the vine? Ooh-wee. If you're not connected to God, what fruit are you producing? Yeah. What kind of energy are you giving it out if you're not even connected to God? If you're not trying to walk in God's life, if you're not trying to be the light in the room that the way he wants you to be, if you're not walking in purpose, what light, what fruit are you producing? What you giving out? And another thing with being connected to the vine or connected to the source is you become content. Mm-hmm. So like the Walls Group have a song that used to be popular called Satisfied. Mm-hmm. If I never get that house, that yeah. car, or be a superstar, mm-hmm. I'll be satisfied in him. So if God, if God took away the blessings, if he took away all the things he was giving us with his hand, would you still love God? Would you still mm-hmm. trust God? Because those that are connected to the vine, regardless what he takes, it's like, God, I still, I still bless you. I still praise you because everything else you've given me. And that's another thing, because like you said, it doesn't take much to look back and see what God done for you to to trust him in this process. So like, mm-hmm. uh, God, you got me through that. So I know you can get me through this. God, I waited long for that. And you you made it come to pass. I can wait for this one. I know you're going to bring it to pass, mm-hmm. too. And that's where your faith comes in. It's just a lot of people have fraudulent faith. They trust God when it's beneficial for them. They trust God when everything is going smooth. But as soon as the storm hits, it's like, like, God, yeah, I, you I, I don't even know who God is. God, you like you want to slander God and all this stuff. You want to complain. But it's like, nah. That's because they foundation not solid. No foundation. Not, foundation not there. They got a sand foundation. Yeah. But in regards to that, bro, like Steve Harvey said, if you look back to all your past situations, past battles, you undefeated. Like mm-hmm. God, you and God are undefeated. Yeah. You have yet to lose. You still alive today. You still woke up this morning. You have made it through every every, situ- every single trial, every single situation. You made it past. Mm-hmm. You made it through. Why are you doubting God now? Yeah. Sometimes you have to like go. Like if you start doubting God. It might be time for you to think back and be like, hold on, never mind. God, yeah. I'm tripping. Like, I'm bugging right now. Mm-hmm. You came through with this. La- just last week, you came yeah, through with this situation. Facts. I don't know why I'm tripping today. And this situation is not even as big as that situation was last mm-hmm. week. Sometimes, y'all, be, bro, I'm trying to tell you, be in a lot of situations that y'all think is bad. It don't even be that bad compared to situations that he already got you out of. So try to remember who God is from those past situations that he even freed you from. Because majority of the time, when in the situations, most people... God, I won't do this no more if you come through right now. <laughs> I've been there a couple times. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Being there like, God, come on, please come through. Yeah. Like, look out, please. So, like, remember who God is. Remember how many times he's came through for you, how many times he's looked out. And just be grateful for what you already have. What's, what you say in Bible study about the what you pray for today? Oh, the quote, Okay, so I've seen the quote on Instagram. It said, it said, um, what if tomorrow, no, what if all you had tomorrow is what you thank God for today? So what if all you have tomorrow, the day coming up, is what you thank God for today? What would you have? So whatever you thank God for today is what you would have tomorrow. What would you have? Are you thanking God for the small things? Are you thanking God for clothes? Are you thanking God for uh, a car, money to put in the car, uh, food to eat, a house to live under, parents, even if your parents get on your nerves, whatever that may be. What are you thanking God for? Because my dad always says, uh, and I picked up on this at a young age, where he always said, thank you makes room for more. So I find myself when I come into moments of complaint, uh, moments of worry, stress, 
I got to command myself. I got to make myself say thank you because that's where you start getting grateful. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, things look like this. I may not have all the money in my account. God, I thank you. Because that that makes God want to give into you. Not that you're doing it so God can give into you, but when God sees a grateful heart, he wants to act. Nah, for sure. Yeah. Nah, that was good, my boy. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was real good. And I love that. When you said that Bible study, I was like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff to be grateful for, bro. That's you, facts. You even open your eyes in the morning is something to be grateful for off the bat, mm-hmm. off the early. You being able to talk and say thank you, Lord, is something to be thankful for. Yeah. It's not it's people out here that can't talk, that can't hear, that can't walk, that can't do anything. That they can't crazy. fend for themselves. They can't wash their wash they body mm-hmm. in the shower. So it's like these different things, it's so, so many things that we overlook because we're so comfortable and so like normal with it we don't tend to be like oh there's something to be thankful for yeah but i feel like another reason why people just going through stress and worry is because they don't pray enough mm-hmm. and philippians 4 and 6 says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done already mm-hmm. yep. and verse 7 says then you will experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus mm. so for us, we have to learn how to build a habit of prayer. A lot of us don't, especially our youth, we don't really have the habit of praying and just being and like be able to how Jesus leads like fam, like help the disciples out and everything yeah. or blessing and pouring to others, right? But he'll always duck off and mm-hmm. get poured back into by God. Yeah. Pray whatever you have to do to like lock back in to be able to get what God needs him to do next. Mm-hmm. But for us, we don't really do that. We pray in the morning or we pray at nighttime, that'd be it for free. We pray yeah. with your food. That's it. That's all you that's your only prayer for the day. Yeah. But what if we actually built the habit of praying consistently day to day? Whenever we go out, whenever before I leave the studio, God lets me make it home safely, this yeah. is that. Or when I'm driving anywhere, just praying, talking to God and building a relationship, getting more comfortable with talking to God on a consistent basis to where it becomes second nature. But the other thing is, what you praying for, just crazy. John, if y'all if y'all know who Jonathan McReynolds is, he has a song called Adulting with Molly Music. So this ver- the first first verse of the song, slap me in the face, yeah. says, I realized something when I woke up this morning. What I'm overwhelmed by is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I said, hold on, brother. Talk to him. You got to run that one back. Talk to him. Hold on. I realized something when I woke up this morning. What I'm overwhelmed by is exactly what I wanted. Mm. The things we pray for is things that we overwhelmed by right now. Yeah. I said, see, talk to myself. I was like, bro, you complain about this, this, and this, but this is what you asked God for. This is mm. what you put on your vision board. This is what you wrote down mm-hmm. up back in two and two, made the plane for, for God to come yeah. through one. And now you're complaining about it. Yeah. The math don't math. <laughs> nah, and it's that's more so because they try to duck the process. Mm-hmm. Because the process is to prepare you for what you've been praying for. Exactly. So don't pray for it if you're not willing to to prepare for it. Exactly. Or get ready for it. And I think it's a misconception that um Christians think they're um Discluded from going through the process. Yeah, like what they feel mm-hmm. like they're not included on going through persecution. When in the Bible it says we're the main ones. Mm-hmm. People think when they come to the faith, it's like, well, I just gave my life to God. Life just about to be so easy. Oh nah, no, like, <laughs> nah, the, the devil he gonna hit you even harder. Yeah, like it's, stuff gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like we said before, bro, the devil is gonna he not gonna throw no stones at nobody that's living a regular life that's yeah. not living for God or anything that's chilling. Like they're mm-hmm. not no threat to him, but. If you doing your thing, you trying to block in with God, best believe them trials and everything gonna come. It's not gonna be easier. It's gonna be actually be harder. Yeah, and it's that's not nothing to be fearful about because now you're connected to the source. Yeah. So whereas you was going off your own strength beforehand, you're pulling strength right from the source so you can get through these trials. Exactly. And ultimately those trials are to shape us and exactly. to mold us. And with and along with that, your scar is not for you. Mm-hmm. So everything that's molding you is for you to help and pass it on to the next person and help them out so they can go through these trials and situations. Mm-hmm. But also with the prayer thing, like how I said, I'm complaining about different things that I pray for that God to come through on. Sometimes we start complaining because our work ethic doesn't match our prayers. Mm-hmm. So with that, 
what you praying for, are you putting the work behind that? Yeah. Faith without works is dead, right? So if I'm asking God, do this, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Can you make me a millionaire? Can you explode my business? Mm-hmm. Can you do this? Can you do that? What work are you putting in with that prayer? Yeah. Does your work match the prayer? Does your are you waking up every morning, locking in to take knock out these tasks mm-hmm. to get towards what you're praying for? Or are you sleeping in it every day? Yeah. Asking God to make you a millionaire, but you're sleeping in it. You sleep, you know, waking up to one o'clock. Yeah. Nah, that's crazy. It don't math. The, the math not gonna math with that. It's not gonna, it's not gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. So make sure that whatever you're praying for, you're actually mentally preparing yourself to get that prayer at the same time and actually put the work in. You can't. You can't ask God to do something for you and have no plan to plot it out to get yeah. to where he wants you to be at. You can't, God can't give you a promise, right? And you still not even put no work to go towards the promise. Yeah. But I yeah. think, I mean, we think probably everything is supposed to be spoon fed. I think that's mainly the they thing. Would. Like we think everything's just supposed to be a given when it's mm-hmm. like, nah, like it yeah, is something, like it's something you do have to go through to get certain things. Um, I talked about a Bible study, how for those who work out and they're training, mm-hmm. the, what's the goal of working out to get stronger mm-hmm. in order for you to get stronger? You know, when you're lifting weights, your muscles start to hurt. Your body starts mm-hmm. to hurt. Why is that? Because you worn your muscles down. And when your muscles get worn down during rest and stuff like that, that's when the muscle starts to grow back stronger. Mm -hmm. So we have to get worn down. A lot of us haven't been worn down to get stronger yet. We want to get uh, we want to get more creativity. We want to get smarter. We want to get all these different things. But you haven't been worn down yet. Worn down meaning you haven't went through anything. Mm -hmm. You try to go take the easy route. We're running from uh, running from every obstacle. We're running from every trial. When in reality, God placed those obstacles up so that when we get to the promise, we can handle it. And that's the reason people are stressed when the stuff they pray for comes is because they didn't go through the training i i worked a job for example i worked a job um at this healthcare company never mm-hmm. did it before i was making 22 dollars an hour i didn't have no resume mind you i dropped out of school i was making 22 dollars an hour definitely favor um i didn't get the proper training at the job it was an at-home job mm-hmm. i didn't get the proper training i ended up quitting the job because it started stressing me out because i didn't know what i was doing why mm-hmm. Because I didn't get the proper training. Yeah. So I left. I was stressed out. Everything felt like it was like crumbling yeah. on me because I didn't even know what to do from the very beginning because I didn't go through the training. Mm-hmm. I didn't go through any of the practices and any of those things. So when we skip the, the training part, when we skip the uh, preparation and the process, that's when the stuff you're praying for is going to just weigh you down. So now it's not a blessing. It's a curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, that was good. And then with the like the stress and worry part with that too, bro, like God says, cast the burns unto him. Mm-hmm. But why, question for everybody, why don't we trust God enough to give him our burdens? Mm-hmm. Why, like we said last episode, why do we want to be Superman so much? Superwoman, yeah. Superman, Superwoman. Why do you feel like you have to hold everything on your back, put everything on your shoulders? It's because we think God can't do that. Ultimately, yeah. you, know, you don't have to say it, but ultimately that means God. You don't trust God. God, I don't think you can handle that. So I'm going to take matters to my own hands. Let, let's see how far you get. <laughs> and he, like, what? Yeah. Like, like even think about even think about that is like crazy because like I'm saying I'm saying God can't handle these problems mm-hmm. when He literally like can handle it and everything. Yeah, like it's it's immature faith. Yeah, we bugging. <laughs> it's immature faith. That's what it is. That's that's how your faith is when you first start off. Mm-hmm. When you've been been through something and God has got you through some things, they were to make you stronger. You know you can go through this only because you went through that. Yeah. If I didn't go through that, yeah. I would never know I can get through this storm. Mm-hmm. And that's why. People need to, they need to check their faith first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You need to look yourself in the mirror and be like, what kind of faith do I have? I asked uh, at Bible study, I said, if your faith was brought into the open right now for unbelievers to see, would they believe in God? If your faith was brought into the open for unbelievers to see, would they believe in God? 
going off your faith you have mm. in this very moment. If something bad happened and all unbelievers were there just to watch, would they believe in God because of the faith you have? And that's a test for everybody too. Like that's self-evaluate yourself, like reevaluate and look at yourself and be like, all right, do I honestly and truly believe that God can do do this, this, and this that he promised me? Mm -hmm. Believe that God can help me handle these problems? Do I believe that God will help me get through these situations? Mm -hmm. Because majority of the time, the stress and worry come from our lack of faith in him. Mm -hmm. Just like the disciples on the boat. Jesus is on the boat with y'all. Yeah. He's on the boat with y'all. And you wilding out. A storm, a storm is there. He's... If Jesus is asleep and the storm's happening, what that mean to you? Yeah. He's asleep. That mean, all right, you sleep. I'm about to sleep I'm too. I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. But y'all, y'all faith little. Mm-hmm. Y'all forgot, y'all forgot who was right beside y'all. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we forget who's with us and the storm looks worse than what it is mm-hmm. because we forget who God is. Yeah. You 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 got Jesus right there on the whole boat with you and you over here complaining about a storm. He wake up looking like, bro, y'all faith is little. Like, like yeah. this is bad. And the storm's gone that quick. Mm-hmm. Imagine what the, how the storm would have went if they would have been like, oh, we good. Jesus right here. Like, we straight. It's because they was comparing the storm to themselves instead of comparing God to the storm, ultimately. Yeah. So when you look at, so when, when life situations come, obstacles, mountains, stuff like that, when stuff comes and, you, and you're looking at yourself compared to it, it's like, I can't defeat it. Go mm-hmm. back to what you said uh, about the children of Israel going to the promised land. They saw the giants in the promised land when they sent the spies. They saw mm-hmm. the giants. And they're thinking in their head, we can't beat them. My yeah. God already said you can have the land. So instead of looking at the God you serve that's yeah. bigger than your problems, Look bigger than the storm, bigger than the giants, you're looking from your own eyes. We can't defeat these people. Mm-hmm. So you got to start looking, like you said, he was in close proximity. You got to start looking at the God you serve. God is way bigger than, than all of that. And that's mm-hmm. why he says, cast uh, your cares on me. Yeah. God is bigger than everything that we're worried about. God is not worried about that. Bro, God can take it all. He can take it all on his back. Literally. Bro, I see. Matter of fact, oh, I forgot her name. The Bible says she had said this too, but I had seen, I had seen the same post she was mm-hmm. talking about. It's a post where it's a guy, right? And a stone hits him in the head. Mm-hmm. One, one light stone hits him in the head. He looks up and was like, hey, yo, God, like, yo, like, what's going on? Why yeah. am I getting hit by these trials and everything? But God is literally out there taking on a hundred stones and only one, Wee. and one went past him and hit him. Yeah. So he's like, oh, my fault. I missed one. Mm. And it's like, damn, we really be complaining about trials and tribulations, not knowing how many times God has blocked a whole bunch of different things that we don't even know about. That's a fact. When, when I seen that post, I said, dang. It's like, so much stuff that he blocked I'm complaining, I'm complaining about this tire went flat. You could have been dead in a car accident ahead of time. And what if complaining, what if complaining only, it doesn't, it doesn't cause God to do any bad to us, but what yeah. if complaining stops God from protecting us? In that type of way. So like you said, he was shielding us. Mm-hmm. And then you start complaining. God is like, All right, let me sit okay, real quick. Okay, I'm, I'm just going, and I didn't do anything. I just, <laughs> I'm just going to move out the way. So when God moved out the way, it's just like, oh. That's a hundred more stones coming your way, boy. Listen, listen. I'd rather be with God and I feel like I'm in a bad place than, than God not be near me at all. Nah, for that's, sure. Bro, that's terrible. Facts. Bro, that post is crazy. And it's back to like the same thing where I said about the um the teddy bear analogy, like, we be holding on to certain things so much, we don't even realize that our human eyes or our human mindsets can't fathom something bigger than what we already prized to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So like with the analogy with the little girl, she holding on to that small teddy bear, not knowing that God has a bigger teddy bear waiting for you, a better car, a mm-hmm. better house, a better relationship, so on and so forth. But you too busy holding on to what God's trying to let you let go so you can upgrade why do you think you're worrying? Why do you think you're stressing about this and yeah. that if you're not ready to let go of these certain things? So I said at Bible study, I said, God makes miracles 
with what you have left, not mm-hmm. what you not with what you lost. So we're holding on to certain stuff that guy is trying to basically remove us from mm-hmm. so he can show how great he is. So mm-hmm. it's like, you didn't have this. I'm about to show you how I can do the impossible. Mm-hmm. But we start holding on to things because we looking at it like, like, God, this is the only thing left. This is all we have left. This is the only job I have left. This is the only opportunity yeah. like that will come my way, not knowing that God just has something way bigger in mind. But since you want to hold on to that, you can go ahead and stay right there and limit me. I ain't going to give you what I really had in store for you. Bro, imagine limiting a guy that can do anything. We we basically we limit him and without we do, saying it. Too. We, yeah, we do it all the time. Like it's crazy to even hear like say it out loud because it's like, bro, like what are you really limiting for? But that come from your relationship not being as tight with guys as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Like even me personally, like my relationship is not where it needs to be with guys. Yeah, that's true. I, compared to other people, like people will say I have a lot of faith in everything, which I do. I feel like I can run through a wall right now if I could. <laughs> but it's at the same time, it's like certain situations I'll be like, hey, yo, God, like. Like mm-hmm. what we doing? Like what's happening? Why is this happening? Why, like what's going on with this situation? Mm-hmm. Why are you asking me to do this? Yeah. But like at the end of the day, if I think back on the past situation, he told me to do something. Like when he told me to drop out of when he told me to drop out of college. Yeah. I took a leap of faith. I didn't know how anything was gonna go. To the leap of faith. Now we got a studio. I think. I think the, uh, it's not more so. It's not more so questioning God. It's not more so being confused. But I think true faith is when you obey even when you have the questions. Mm-hmm. You obey even when. You don't understand even when you don't see it. Because God never said we can't come to him like, God, why aren't you like, God, what's going yeah. on? It's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. God God wants us, and that's a part of prayer. God wants transparency. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like that, make that request right known to God. Him. But once you come out of prayer, you should have the relief knowing, yes, I felt this way, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to go anyway. I'm still going to obey. Think about think about Job. He literally was, he was que- if you Bro. read the whole Job, he literally was questioning, like, he was questioning mm-hmm. God the whole time, but he still was like, but my heart's still content. I'm still, I'm still good. And that's where true faith comes in when it's like, I want to, I want to complain. I want to, I'm questioning God. I don't even know what's happening right now, but you know what? I'm still going to move on faith just because I know, I just, I just know God mm-hmm. is doing something. Same thing with Moses when he seen the burning bush. Yeah. And God was like, just holy ground, take off your sandals and everything. Mm-hmm. And he talking to God and God saying, Go to Egypt, go to Pharaoh, and tell him this, this, and that. Let my people go. Mm-hmm. Moses looking like, hey, yo, boss, all that talking stuff is not for me. Yeah. Like, you got the wrong guy. Yeah. Moses, go out there, talk, do this, this, and that, follow my instructions. Like, I'm going to send somebody there to be a mouthpiece to talk for you mm-hmm. and everything since you don't want to talk. But eventually, Moses led, ended up eventually talking and everything yeah. at the end and serving the people and do what he had to do. But at the same time, it's more so moving in obedience because, yeah. like, even though I'm doubting my own personal skills, not knowing that you're gonna qualify me along the way, yeah, I'm still gonna obey your, uh, what you tell me to do because I know that you are sorry. I know that you're gonna come through in the end. I know that you have a bigger plan in, in place. Yeah, and even with the blessings, like how how you say God's gonna get the glory out of every situation. God, how many how many families was it? It was a whole bunch. Just like a whole bunch. Like twelve, thirteen yeah. famine, different families or different things that was yeah. going on. I just know it was a lot. But regardless, he did all those things. So the, one, so the Israelites can be like, what's going on? Like mm-hmm. all, this, all, all these different things is happening from the Everything that was going on from the uh, when they had to put the, the blood of the lamb on yeah. the door and the spirit of devil went by, yeah. going through the other rooms to Moses part in the seat and everything. Like y'all seen all these miraculous things, and it's only making y'all believe in God even more because mm-hmm. these unnatural things are happening. And even Pharaoh looking like, yo, like what's going on? Like, like what's happening? Same thing with Job. Like, yeah. yo, like God was like, hey boy. First of all, a lot. This is off topic. How you said the devil will use certain people to go into your life. Mm-hmm. That if he can't get to you, he'll get to people that's closest to you yeah. to try to manipulate you to say something against God. Yeah. Job own wife. This is why you have to make sure you equally yoke with people. Job own wife said, "Just curse God already. Get over." Yeah. Let me tell you something. Go ahead and get out. And we do. 
Go and get out. You wildin'. And what Joe do? Joe let her like, you crazy. Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> You're bugging. Like, got, the devil is so tactical and strategic, bro. He'll literally put the close people to you, the people that you love the most, to get you to say something crazy that you want that you don't even want to say. That and, you don't even want to do. And on another fact, to that point, when God calls you to do something and when God calls you to step out on faith, it's not gonna make sense to everybody else. Facts. Because that's Facts. what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if your mama said, Oh, I don't think that's I don't I don't think you should do that. I don't yeah. think I don't think that's possible. Or not. If if you have that God said, like you need to go ahead and step on it. Well, I do because it. a lot of times it's not gonna line up with what man said. Mm-hmm. It's gonna line up with what God's telling you to do. And then another por- portion of that is that a lot of times God tells us to go somewhere and he doesn't give the next direction until we step out, until we mm-hmm. obey first. So a lot of times, like Abraham, God mm-hmm. told him to take his family and leave. He didn't tell him yeah. where he was going. Yeah, exactly. He didn't tell him until he made the step of faith. So a lot of times we stress ourselves out because God told us to do something a long time ago. We haven't stepped out yet. Mm-hmm. So now you're stressed because you didn't move. So you're in, the same, move, you're in the same area where God, where obedience is, where God tells you to do something, stress will never be there. Bro. Boy, first of all, what? tell me why I was talking to Josh last night. Yeah. My boy Josh, he was um, he another photographer out here in Virginia. Talking to him last night, I was about to post this video on my story because I was recording uh, us like the workout and everything was doing, but we led into like an hour long conversation after that. And he said, "You serving God shouldn't look exhausting." <laughs> That's crazy. I looked at him. I said, "Hold on, brother." <laughs> he said, "Cause like I was talking about me being burnt out and everything." Mm-hmm. He was like. When you're serving God, it shouldn't be exhausting. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so if anything's stressing you out or making you exhausted, it, it ain't what God's calling you to do. That's facts. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Do you get stressed out by doing this? No. This is where I get the most fulfillment from. Exactly. This, this Bible studies, everything's where I get the most joy, most fulfillment, the most excitement, the most messages, the most love, everything. Mm-hmm. When I'm serving, when I'm making God's business my business. Yeah. The photography stuff lately has become more of a, um, a strain on my life, more of a stress and more of a worry. Now, because I've been working 24 8 to the point mm-hmm. where I put God on the back burner. But now that I'm doing this and everything, it's more fulfilling, making me more, it's pouring back into me basically because mm-hmm. I've been pouring out so much. Yeah. But when he said that, bro, he said serving God doesn't look like exhaustion. It don't. I said, boy, I, I can slap you in the face. <laughs> I did was crazy. It was good. But to end this off, man, what would you leave to the viewers and everybody watching? What's something that you can give them for anybody that's dealing with stress, dealing with worry, dealing with their process right now, but forgot about their promise? Forgot about what God promised them? Yeah, um, more so I would just say to trust that God's timing is better than your timing. Um, God, like I said, his promises are yes and amen. So everything God said, he's going to do. But there is some training you do have to go through. There is some steps that you have to go through to get to that promise. Because if you just find joy in the promised land, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be fulfillment when you get there. And I can attest when you see all the famous people that have made it, all the people that have got to the, the top of the mountain. What do most of them say? They look back and say they'd be like, the stuff I went through is really what made me mm-hmm. who I am today. So right now it's like we're complaining and stuff like that. Not knowing that when we get to the promised land, you're going to look back and be like, God, I thank you that I did go through that. Mm-hmm. I thank you that I didn't have a car. I thank you that I didn't have money. Without those little obstacles, I wouldn't have learned uh, how to fulfill this promise that you have me. Because if you don't trust the process, you're going to mishandle the blessing. So just trust the process. Don't run from it. Run into it. Oh, that was good, my boy. Yeah. And just like how Jeremiah 29 says, for I know the plans I have for you. Saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. If we know, if God, if God knows the plans we ha- He has for us, and He gives us the promise, all it's just our job to trust in the process, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just our job to know that, regardless of what's coming our way, it can't be nothing that's too detrimental to where it throws us off track. Basically, mm-hmm. if we trust in God fully, if we know that God's gonna come through in the end, 
we have to start treating everything like a test because sometimes God's going to test you to see if you're even ready for what you're praying for. And what if I told you that only only we can get in our own way of what God promised us? That's a fact. Yeah. Just like how, you, for example, just like your traffic uh, analogy, like mm -hmm. if most of the time when traffic is there, bro, it's only because everybody's too busy not focusing on where God told them to go. Mm -hmm. They too busy looking to the side, looking at the accident. Yeah. Everybody driving by is looking at the accident. That's why everything slows down. That's why everything starts getting backed up because everybody's being nosy about mm -hmm. what someone else has going on. Yeah. But what if, what if you focus on what God told you to do Fact. and only that? Mm -hmm. What if you had a ton of vision on what you had to do? What if you had to stop wearing, what if you stopped trying to be Superman, putting your hand in everybody else's stuff yeah. and only focus on where God told you to go to? Imagine how far you, how far off you would be. Yeah. But that's all I got for y'all, man. Y'all trust the process. Trust God's plan. Yes, sir. He has never failed you. Think about that. He's never failed you not one time. You undefeated right now. So lock in on that. But that's this episode. Hope y'all like part two. I think it was good, a good little convo and everything. Episode, yeah. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, podcast app, everything, leave a review. Show some love. Merch coming soon. Facts. And let us know what kind of merch I want, too. Nah, facts. But uh, we lit. Love. Y'all yes, take care.